Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about survival skills. Um, I was thinking, you know, we really need to get back to, you know, hands-on kind of, you know, learning and and trying out, I guess, practice what you preach, you know, Um, the skills that you really have to get back into and, and utilize in order to be proficient, be efficient you know, able to kind of function in the world with, uh, in a survival world when things come. And one of the things is, is getting your family involved and that might be your kids. It might be your spouse. So I kind of wanted to talk about maybe planning a camping trip and some things we could utilize to both teach our kids, work on our own skills, teach your spouse, teach, you know, anybody, maybe even a friend who wants to come out and kind of learn a little bit about getting outdoors and, and self-reliance basically. So basically we're going to kind of plan a camping trip and then kind of plan some fun activities and, and see what you guys think, see if it doesn't spark some ideas, maybe take the nephew out, work on these skills yourself. If you don't have kids, um, you know, Find a way to get outdoors and get your hands dirty and sit next to a campfire. So, mm-hmm. Kevin, you said uh, you had some kind of taking the kids camping checklist. 
Yeah, you know, I, I take the kids out a lot, uh, camping and, and hiking, doing stuff. I try and get them outdoors and, and, you know, I try and get my kid to invite some of his friends along the way. It's always good to have, you know, when you have one kid, it's, it's a lot harder to, uh, keep them entertained, you know? But if you have a group of kids, you can, you can really, uh, do some great activities that can really teach them a lot. All right. Uh, it's important that when you bring them out there, though, that you're conscientious. The kids are a lot more uh, delicate than uh, grown-ups are. You know, you have to have them prepared just to, you know, kind of self-reliance uh, ideas. You know, bottle of water for each one of the guys, um, some snacks for each one of the guys. Uh, everybody gets their own individual flashlight. Well, I like um, a good flashlight. That's right. It's important. Um, I like to do, like, uh, make sure the kids have stuff that they can walk in the water. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Chuck Taylor's, whatever, something that they can, they can get in the water and have a good time and not cut their feet up, but also yeah. have dry shoes to, to hike around in. Um, extra socks are always important because of, you know, things like that. You know, if you really want to get active and have a good time, it's important to kind of, uh, set up that environment ahead of time. You know, whiny kids don't want to learn shit from you. They want to go home and play video games. So you want to make sure it's enjoyable for them, first off. Um, it's also important as the grown-up to bring a sunscreen, bug spray, duct tape, first aid kits, you know, basic stuff to just, uh, you know, just make sure that, you know, the kids, kids, uh, you know, whatever happens, you know, bug bites or whatever it is, you know, you got something to keep them safe. You know, nobody wants to get in and send their kid out with you hiking and come back with an infected cut or something, you know? No, that, that doesn't end well. That puts a yeah, strain it, on the friendship. Yeah, yeah. And depending on, on the kid, uh, the ages of the kids, it's not even a bad idea to bring a little pocket knife for each one of them, you know? Uh, so kids kids can carry, generally speaking, a kid can carry about 10 to 20% of their body weight. Okay. So make those guys carry their own stuff. They carry their water bottle. They carry their sleeping bag. They carry their, you know, their flashlights and their snacks and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, just make sure you, you bring the, the heavy stuff that, you know, that's not as fun. The pots and pans. Um, yep. Now, is that also true for like the girlfriend? Now, can she carry 20% of her body weight or... I've found that that's not even a, a battle worth having. Oh, you just okay. let her walk. You can carry her stuff. You got that? Yeah. She okay. can have a little, you know, cute little pink backpack that makes her look good with her accessories with and things like that. And makeup. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as they're happy, you know, I'm, everybody I'm sure else. Somebody when mom is happy, everybody's now. happy. There so. you go. Now, so now there's a bunch of skills that, can be kind of learned while you're out camping and maybe some adventures that we could kind of set up to incorporate those skills and make it a good time for everybody. Yeah. You, you know, one of the main things that, uh, to, to get kids involved in, in, uh, in, involved in the, in the trip is getting them to help set up camp. You know, the younger guys, it's not going to be so easy. Um, you know, my, my son now, I know I can, can give him any tent and he can set it up, you know, as fast as I can. Right. You know, he's, Love that he's been doing it long enough. <laughs> yeah. 
but he's been doing it long enough that he can really, you know, yeah, he can really handle handle his own. But it's only because I've been taking him out camping since he was eight or nine years old, and you know, and he knows he knows what's what. Yeah. No, but that's you know going to come back in life and and be a real asset to him, and that that's the thing. So shelter now, depending on the weather and depending where you live, maybe making your own shelter. Maybe that's yeah. the fun, you know. Maybe that's something you do. Also teaching yeah, your think, kids. Sorry, I was going to say how to pick out a campsite. Yeah, no, that's a really great idea. That's um, that's big. And it's, you know, it's not always uh, a lot of the time that, you know, it's not always easy to uh, to find the perfect spot. You want to be close to the water, but you don't want to have a rainstorm come and wash your campsite away either. No. Um, and, uh, you know, a nice level spot, obviously. You want, you know, softer ground. If there's a pile of leaves, it's not not bad to set right up on top of the leaves. You know, something soft to keep you, uh, keep you separated from the ground a little bit. But uh, with kids, I, you know you can usually give them a sleeping bag and they can be on the ground and have no problems. But, um, you know, a little, little foam mattress doesn't, doesn't hurt anybody. Keep mama happy. Mm-hmm. Um, now one of the main things after you get set up, you know, get your tent set up and that sort of thing. Um, when you're building shelters, uh, a tarp and some paracord, can go a long ways that can keep you, your kids occupied for a long time getting you know getting a little shelter built um something to keep them dry out of the rain um and then you know they really like those activities it's it's you know it's fun right. for them it's problem solving at a level that they can they can handle and if they're old enough slash mature enough you give them a hatchet that, that's the quick way to pull them away from the xbox and the whatever when they feel mm-hmm. like they get to do, cause in their mind, you know, that tough guy thing. Right. And, right. And uh, all kids love playing with fire. So it's important to teach the kids how to get a fire started. And, you know, most of us grownups have been doing it long enough that, you know, it's not a big deal. It's, you know, it's one, two, three, you get it going. But for kids, it's important to teach them the, you know, the basics of fire building you know, gathering the tinder up first, you know, birch bark and paper and dried grass, um, you know, any wood that's dry, that's that's thinner than a number two pencil. And then, you know, after that, gathering the kindling, you know, like thumb, thumb width branches and things like that. And then gathering the fuel, you know, bigger logs and, and sticks and things like that. So you that you are ready to start the fire, you know, in the basic steps and they're involved in doing all the, uh, you know, the activities to get it ready. Exactly. Well, that's the thing with adults, even a lot of people don't realize how much of that in between you're going to need, you know, that smaller wood, the kindling, you know, where to keep it going, you know, you can kind of get it started and you get it to flame up and oh look, I made a fire, but to actually get those logs to light, takes some time, you know, unless stuff's very dry, it takes some effort. And, you know, when they, when you actually do it, that's when you learn about these things, you know? So Mm -hmm. these are skills that are going to keep paying off. Now, one of the things that I find um, a lot of kids and a lot of even guys, you know, younger guys have an issue with is, is they're not, 
tying skills. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a million different knots for a million different situations. And it's uh, you know, it can be a little bit tricky to learn more than your first uh, you know, your your granny knot and your square knot. And after that, that kind of runs out of most people's uh skill level. So learning a couple extra little knots, you know, a sheep shank or a half hitch. Clove hitch, yeah, half hitch, yeah. Learning a couple extra knots, you know, it's not hard to learn one or two and, uh, you know, see the application for it, you know. Yeah. How cool would you be if when you plan this trip, you had like a topographical map, one of these hunting maps or whatever of the area where you're going hiking? And if you could point Mm -hmm. out the different features and – just kind of show them how to understand and comprehend. And I would say you could even take it one step further and actually set up maybe, now work with me here. What if you actually uh, maybe on your way up to the camp where you're going to camp, you left some kind of treat or some kind of cool prize and Mm -hmm. you made some kind of scavenger hunt where maybe little compass using, um, use the map, you know, maybe you take your old lady to the skinny dipping hole, you know, I mean, whatever. You you got to find a way that makes it work for whoever you're with, you know. You, right. you want to make it right. a fun time. Now, maybe, yeah, it's, it. maybe it's your special guy friend. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, different strokes, man. <laughs> I'm all about go. that. But, uh, you know, it, it it doesn't hurt. You know, I've, I've done this a few times where I've been planning hikes and, and camping trips with the with the family or, you know, with some friends and I'll do the hike first, you know, just to map it out, see how hard it is, see where the hard parts are, you know, so you can have everybody prepared, you know, all right, we're going to do a, a half mile. That's, that's relatively easy, but we're going to get come to a part where right. it's really steep and a long climb. So once we get there, we have to get ready and, and do the man stuff. And once we get to the top, we're almost there. You know, you can kind of plan it out so they don't start, Oh, when is this going to end? When it, you know, right. If you have a good idea where you're going and what you're doing ahead of time. And like you said, with the scavenger hunt, you can lay some stuff out in certain spots, you know, along yeah. the, or just, along you the know, eye. maybe when you did that pre hike or whatever, you know, where like the awesome view of the Valley is, or, you know, like I said, a swimming hole is, or, you know, mm-hmm. something cool. You just kind of pick out some neat things to go find or, the tree that looks like an old wise man or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, you just something to make it fun. And maybe you make yep. a little effort to make it look like an old wise man, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things you can do to make it cool and, and make it a good time to, you know, spend with your family. Now. So we got, you know, we set up camp, we gathered firewood, we, we made a fire, maybe uh, did, did a little hike. Now uh, how about cooking? Yeah, you know, cooking is is really one of those things that the more you do it, the easier it gets. And uh, I had, um, when uh, the missus and I got married, um, we had a big, uh, big out in the middle of nowhere wedding, you know, right on the river. And, uh, you know, we cooked steaks over the fire and just a whole big thing. And it's easy to do if you bring the bring the right setup. We brought a tripod with a with a grill grate on it that could you know you could raise yeah. and lower, and uh, you know. But I've cooked food on rocks. I've cooked yes. uh, you know, 
can even a can of beans that you put in the fire and and you know you get a punch a hole in the side of it with a with a coat hanger or something like that you know kids really dig those uh yeah the homemade yeah mm-hmm. and that's it i mean and, uh, the, sorry i was gonna say the further you get away from traditional mm-hmm. the more they're gonna get excited about it and, right and, and then, you know, keeping it simple if, if you uh if you just um you know break out some hot dogs and put them on some sticks and roast them over the fire you know kids have a great time with that sort of stuff yeah and i mean shit you don't even need s'mores you just break out the candy bars at the end and everybody's in uh, i will say it's That's a better it. time um mm-hmm. also like you can set you know a pot right on the logs you know there's all kinds of different ways how many times did you you know go out camping with just like aluminum foil and you're just throwing mm-hmm. it down in the coals and letting things cook and some of that is the best tasting stuff when it's slow cooked like that in the foil yeah you really end up with some good food. You know, if you do a little seasoning, um, I've been listening or watching a YouTube uh, channel a lot lately called a uh, deer meat for dinner. And mm-hmm. uh, the guy always used this Everglades seasoning, you know, you just pick out the right thing that's right for you guys. And you just, you know, season it up a little bit, a little of your secret, you know, survival powder, throw that in there. You know, mm-hmm. those are the things. Maybe when you're out on that hike, you actually do a little foraging. You know, maybe you scope out some of the plants that are in the area. Um, you know, find out what is edible in the area. You know, if you do a little research in the beginning and plan things out, you can make it so awesome. I mean, if you go yeah. through what we're talking about today, you can really plan a great time for your family and a something that they're going to remember and it's going to get them excited about going Mm -hmm. camping. And this also means being prepared. You know, one, you're going to check the weather and hopefully go when things are nice, but just in case you're going to be ready if bad weather comes or if it's really cold or if it's, you know, think ahead, you got a plan to make it a good time. And when you do these things and you really provide a good time, you're going to really get your family excited about your preps, about your survival, about going out, you know, and having a good time. And it's going to get them out in nature. And, you know, that's when you can really enjoy your family one-on-one instead of when you're all sitting around staring at a screen together, you know. These are the times you interact and you build that bond. And I'll tell you who the best kids are when you're out camping. It's that kid that does bad in school because he's got ADD and he's all over the place from one thing to another. That's not a handicap. That's not a handicap when you're out in the in the woods. That kid is great. He's so excited about doing this and doing that and gathering the firewood and tying knots and you know those kids they don't they don't do well in a classroom, but they do really well in real life if you've got the patience to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And that's it. If you plan things out, it shouldn't be hard to come up with something to do. It shouldn't be sitting around the camp. So then there's other things. There's learning how to use a knife, learning how to use an axe, you know, teach them how to whittle something. You know, there's just so many ideas. You don't need to take all these ideas, but take Mm -hmm. some and find out one that you have skills and maybe you develop some skills for the next trip, you know, Mm -hmm. where you can take them. Maybe you break out the bow and arrow. Um, You know, archery is fun. Archery is a great time. 
Compound bows are great. All my kids started out with recurve bows, and it's just a great time. You set up targets. You can actually go hunting for a small game, different things. Um, there's just such a good time you can have. I mean, man, if you guys get the opportunity and could cook up a squirrel or a rabbit and just add that to the excitement, I mean, think of how great that is. I'm sure if they go back to school and tell their teacher what they did, you'll probably end up in jail. But, you know, mm-hmm. hey, tell them to keep it on the download. That's another skill they can develop. Mm-hmm. I remember when my kid uh, uh, caught his first fish and we cooked it over the fire. That was like, I mean, that's something he'll never forget. Right. You know, he remembers he remembers that to this day. And that was probably, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's something that that really makes them excited about, you know, what they can do and what they are, you know, it gives them confidence and it gives them a skill set to base that confidence on. Exactly. I mean, knowing that you can take care of yourself is so valuable and it just, they're man things that they love to tell their friends about and, mm-hmm. you know, love to, you know, go out and say, Hey, you know, look, cause these are basically the rites of passage that, our society is missing so much. I think, you know, I, I really think that's one of the things that kind of is hurting the morals and the development of our young kids and why they kind of, they seem to flounder. Well, I guess basically what I'm getting at is why kids stay at home until they're 25 because they don't have the confidence to go out and they don't have the confidence to go out because we're missing in our society. So many of the rites of passage that we used to have. And honestly, learning how to hunt, learning how to shoot something, how to make a fire, how to take care of yourself, how to filter water out of a stream so that, you know, it's clean and you don't get sick. Mm -hmm. Basically knowing how to take care of yourself, knowing that, Hey, you know, if I do go out and I get lost, guess what? I can look around, see what's around me and I can make it work. And that's the thing. Everybody gets so full of fear And they're so afraid to go out into the world that these skills and spending time and, you know, having your family go through these rites of passage and then doing it as a family will also make you closer and stronger and, and, you know, more of a united group because you all share something and have something that nobody else has. You know, it's something special to your family. You know, when you went out and caught that fish with your son and you guys cook it up. And whatever, that's a memory and a time that you guys have and you have alone. And that builds that knit of, a, you know, makes the family unit stronger. Yeah, I know, um, you know, a lot of these things, too, you can you can use these skills to, um, you know, to accomplish things. Um, last time we went out on a on a big, long hike, we did a. We did um, a rafting trip. We brought, you know, some some inflatable rafts and, uh, you know, it was a small, small stream. It wasn't, you know, there's no rapids or anything like that. But I had the kids all whittle their own paddles for their own raft. Nice. You know, and it kept them busy for, you know, 20 minutes. Nobody cut themselves. So that was that was good. You know, you got to do a little bit of safety training with these things. You do. But they're all out there, you know built making their own stuff and then using it and seeing that you know the purpose and the functionality of it right um one of the times we went out and we had a walking stick 
contest, you know, where everybody picked out, you know, found their own walking stick and then carved it. So it was, you know, all the bark and everything was off of it and uh, heated it up over the fire. So it was nice and, you know, nice and hard. And, uh, you know, all those kids still have those walking sticks. They all brought them home and they, you know, nice. still have them and they still use them when we go out for, for little trips. Nice. They bring theirs, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's cool. And that's, you know, and, and different things you can teach them how to, you know, predict the weather while you're out in nature, you know, different things we maybe taught you in this podcast or, you know, you know, so how to know what weather's coming, what, how do you, you know, which direction is east or north or south? You know, how do you gauge the sun? How do you tell what time of day it is? I mean, there's so many different adventures you can plan, but having things structured and laid out, Obviously, you take one what comes, you know, you find the, the, you know, animal that you can rescue or whatever, or you learn how to do first aid because your kid cuts his finger off with the knife, you know, different mm-hmm. things you can incorporate it. I'm not saying don't be open to stuff, but so you should be flexible. But on the flip side, have enough stuff planned that you're not going to be out there. It's not going to be a miserable time. And, you know, like mm-hmm. Kevin was saying earlier is plan a little bit, be prepared where you have the sunblock and the bug spray and, you know, and the bottles of water, you know, nobody needs your kids all falling out. Oh, you know, I'm dying of thirst and, you know, whatever, because mm-hmm. then it makes it a miserable time for everybody. You want right. to make these times exciting and, you know, something that the family can really get into. Yeah. And I always try and make something, uh, you know, something interesting, um, uh, when we did snacks last time, uh, brought the kids out and we did snacks. We get, got a uh, ostrich beef jerky and alligator beef jerky. You know, all the kids wanted to eat that stuff, man. It tasted terrible. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You'll be honest. Ostrich beef jerky is not great, but they loved it, man, because <laughs> they were eating ostrich. Yeah. You know, and a lot of those, a lot of those things like that, those little, you know, little things like that, make it a lot more interesting. You know, and they get excited because they can go home. You know, go back to school and tell their friends about it. Right. You know, tell the neighborhood kids about it and get them excited in it, you know, going out and doing some things, you know, some outdoor activities like that. Yeah. No, that's it. I mean, everybody wants to be unique and special. And I got to say, when you actually go out and do something, that makes you pretty unique and special anymore in today's world. So, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of good stuff. Another thing you might want to get into is shooting. And maybe you go out to, you find the field where you can do some long range shooting or long range compared to what you're used to, or, you know, just something fun. Maybe they get to go out and try out the shotgun because you've never done that before with the kids or, you know, something fun. Maybe it's just a 22 and you set up a target and you spend a day, you know, Mm -hmm. shooting at a target for two hours. Well, right. And, you know. When they're that age, that that's the perfect time to start teaching them gun safety, uh, gun use. You know how to how to operate a firearm, and uh, you know you can spend an entire day doing that, and and only spend an hour shooting the gun. And right, it's going to be fun for them the whole time. The whole time, and that's the thing. And then maybe you do that, and then in two years after that, you bring out the pistol mm-hmm. or something. I mean, there's just so many different levels. I mean, hell. You go on enough camping trips, eventually you're going to have to buy that Barrett 50 cal. You know, <laughs> it's just a matter of time. And, you know, you're like, well, we got to keep stepping it up to the next level, you know. 
And so that's the motivation to tell the wife, hey, you know, nine grand, that gun might be worth it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. We don't need to pay the mortgage this year. Don't even sweat it. See that guy Spoiler hiding off. over there behind the car? Let's get him, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. But these are the kind of things that, you know, really make your family stronger. But they also are the kind of things that actually get people on board and make them want to go prepping and, and, you know, survival stuff and kind of understand. And it's so much easier to get your wife to buy all this camping and survival gear when she likes to go camping as opposed Mm to, Hey, I want all this crazy stuff because you never know when the end of the world's coming. Right. So different. Right. We're actually just, uh, Hunkering down here, uh, we're up here in the northwest. We're hunkering down during this blizzard right now, and uh, <clears throat> you know all that camping gear uh, pops pops back up. She's reminding me, oh, you know, if the power goes out, we've got these camping heaters, we've got these things, this and that. You know, we've got this Coleman stove. We're all set. Power goes out, and uh, you know, you can kind of justify all buying all that that crap for you know right. because it makes her feel good. That no matter exactly. what happens, we're safe. We're good. We can ride this storm out for a week and not have a problem. Exactly. It just takes one hurricane where the power's out for four or five days. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're looking pretty smart. Yep. And, you know, all of a sudden, hey, we need to get more survival food. Hey, we need, you know, this. And we need this type of food because that would be so much easier to make. Or, you know, that's how you get into it. So, you know, basically go out, try and get the family involved. But I got to say, you know, actually going out and doing like a planned hike where you develop these skills and work on things, you can really get them on board. And it's a great way to get one closer to your family and two to get them on board with the prepping. So I don't know. That's what I got on that. Yeah. Now I went out, uh, camping or hiking with my son, uh, Oh, this is about four or five years ago. Okay. And uh, I took him to a spot. I knew that up in the mountain, you know, about three miles out, there's this old abandoned uh, rock quarry. And, uh, you know, we spent about two hours just out there with, you know, building, you know, building things with big rocks, you know, and just that sort of stuff where you can go out there and, you know, be creative, have fun, you know, spend some time together, you know roll that big builder boulder off the cliff and watch it knock trees down as it goes. You know, those sorts of stuff really, uh, you know, makes a, an impression on your kids that, you know, doing this sort of stuff is, is creative, but it, it can also be a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing with being a prepper in general is we play with a lot of cool shit. I mean, now that I'm, I'm down mm-hmm. in the South here, we have Tannerite and it's basically you shoot it and it blows up. It's a good time. Love it. There's a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. fun things that, you know, you know, you only get as, as a survivalist, you know, or maybe hunter or gun nut, something. Um, but, yeah, no, don't give up on these good times. And the more we get people excited about this kind of stuff, the better, uh, you know, the easier it is instead of them being afraid of it all. So That's right. That's right. Um, now we haven't gotten a lot of emails lately, so I just wanted to put out the email address, uh, preppingbadass at gmail.com. Feel free to get a hold of us. Um, 
The Facebook group is still great. If you guys aren't on the Facebook group, uh, you know, come on over and uh, come watch the uh, watch the show because there's always something interesting going on with everybody. Yep. Um, um, yeah, uh, the Prepping Badass group. If you were in there, you would have found out about some cool Black Friday deals. So now, mm-hmm. you know, you might be regretting, but you sign up now, you might be ready next year. So these are the kind of things that, you know, you can get excited about. Don't miss out. Um, also, uh, you know, we harass you with all the other nonsense in the survival world. But usually if I see a good deal or one of the other guys sees a good deal, we throw it up and share it to get people, uh, you know, help each other out. Um, also, don't forget us on uh, Patreon. You can da- donate there. We yes. are a very... Uh, very ad free. Uh, you don't have to sit through uh, 15 ads in the beginning of the show and then fast forward through 15 minutes of ads in the uh, middle of the show. You know, we try and do our best to keep this, uh, you know, just dedicated to uh, the enjoyment of the listener and not try and, you know, barrage them with a bunch of bullshit. But, um, you know, if any of you guys are out there and you guys are, are you know, involved in a business doing uh, prepping stuff, come on over to the Facebook page and share it with everybody. Yeah, you know, we're all, I'm always interested in, in helping people promote their private businesses. Um, you make do uh, knife making, um, anything like that. Come and share it with us on the uh, Facebook page. Speaking of, don't forget if you guys need any knife work, maybe reach out to Seth Spanny there at Span Eye Blades. Little shout out. Mm-hmm. He's been popping up a lot lately. I don't know. I keep seeing him in the group with new stuff. He's doing a lot, getting his stuff going. Um. But yeah, basically that, you know, that about wraps it up. You want to leave us a review on iTunes. I haven't really checked in a long time to see if there's any new ones there, but we definitely appreciate them and it keeps us excited. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western oh, i'll be over there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv